Sometimes all you need is a little hope, a little push, and little encouragement to get out there and make a difference. I'm Rashika Jeprakash, back at it with Little Helpers Big Inspirations. So are you ready to get inspired today? And welcome back to another episode of Little Helpers Big Inspirations. Today on the show, I have Emily Isabel and Lisa Caprelli here with me, and I'm so excited to have both of them here. Hi, Emily. Hi, Lisa. How are you guys doing? Hi. Hi, doing great. Thanks for having us on your show. So, Emily, I know what an amazing person you are and just like all the great things that you've been doing, but how about you tell our listeners a bit about yourself? Sure. So my name is Emily Isbell. I'm 13 years old. I'm a singer. I'm a professional actor and voiceover artist. I love the stage and I got to play Brigida in the Sound and Music National Tour in the 2018 to 2019 run. I also do voiceovers and I'm currently the voice of a character in a new animated series coming out this fall. I love to do commercials and short films, and I am actually am in a couple of commercials. And you can also catch me on an SNL skit called Santa's Village. Wow, that is awesome. Looks like you do a lot of great things there. And, you know, all apart from all of this, how have you been able to give back to your community and make a difference? Like, I know, obviously, all, like, the different things you do, whether it be singing and acting, I think that's just amazing. But what do you do that really makes you feel good at the heart? Well, something that I do a lot more now is um, I read books with Lisa, and we read books to children all across the country on Zoom, and also the book drive that we did, where uh, I had to make a video, and then we ended up donating books to children in the hospital. We donated, I think, over 300 or 400 books. Yes, that's correct. Wow. Emily Emily was one of the 24 kids, um, December of 2020 where um, I wrote the uh, song, an original rendition on the 12 days of Christmas. And she was one of the 24 kids, uh, they're, you know, professional talent, singer, dancer, actor, all these amazing things. And she saw uh, that I was doing a book drive for the Children's Hospital Orange County. And she told her mom, you know, who contacted me, how can she get involved and donate her allowance and that sort of thing. And she and uh, Sophia Sweet, another kid actor, singer, uh, they did the same thing and I said why don't they create a video to encourage you know other kids to give back and, and that volunteerism and and in that course we developed a, a really strong relationship relationship for uh, my company and brand unicorn jazz which is a book series and then you know I, I brought her on with me to a virtual tour since the pandemic to reach kids all over the country and and kids love hearing from other kids especially her age that they can relate to and ask all kinds of questions, probably same questions you're going to ask uh, Rishika that people can benefit from. You know, that's just amazing, everything that you have been doing. And I totally agree with with, with um, what you said there, because, you know, just that's what our podcast is all about too, kids learning from kids and kids inspiring kids. So Emily, from your perspective, what is exactly, what do you do with Unicorn Jazz? And just give us like uh, like tell our listeners what unicorn jazz is just so we get like a good idea yeah sure so what i do with unicorn jazz is well my favorite thing that i did was when we did the book tour so what i did is um i went with lisa and we were reading books such as unicorn jazz the thing i do 
And then after we would have, oh yes, those books. And after we would have the kids ask us questions. So they would ask Lisa how she became an author and all about writing a book process. And then they would ask me all about acting and singing. And I'd love to give them advice and stuff. It was really fun. That's awesome. So Unicorn Jazz is a book series, am I correct? Yes, it's a book series. Um, I have seven books, two of them also coloring books, um, Being Happy with Unicorn Jazz and Friends. Uh, we have The Thing I Do, which is also an Amazon TV show that Emily is our star because she's also a great singer. Maybe later she can sing one of the songs in the show. Yeah. It's also a show album. And uh, it's also a song and music video and it's the show named The Thing I Do. And Emily, again, took it upon herself to, to read um, so we could put it on the YouTube channel during the pandemic. You know, people, like kids, educators, and families are looking for um, a lot of online content. And kids like Emily that have a technology background, they, they've grown up, they, they've grown up with the internet in their pocket, unlike, you know, some of us that we are older than Google. <laughs> and, and so it's been very exciting to work with um, kids with like Emily, who has incredible work ethic. She goes to school just like other kids. And, you know, her um, craft, she started at a young age and she still continues doing that. Wow. You know, that inspires me just the way that you're able to handle everything and that it's just your passion, right? To give back to the community. So now that we know a little bit about you and some of the cool things that you do, what are some of the best exciting experiences that you've had, whether it be with Unicorn Jazz, with your acting, all of it kind of together? Um, my favorite experience was probably when I went on the Sound and Music National Tour, um, because just being on stage and seeing everybody's faces when they clap and when they're so happy, it makes me happy to perform. So that was probably one of my most favorite uh, and exciting experiences. But also, I really love meeting all these amazing new people like Lisa, who helps me inspire kids and just helps me continue to do what I love. That is really great. You know, I think I really love the way how all these exciting experiences, like just you're able to take part in all of them. And can you tell me a little bit more about the tour and what you did? Yeah, sure. So I played Brigida in the Stand and Music we went to, I think it was 91 cities, 32 states, and Canada. And it was really awesome, but the only part was we were traveling by bus. And since it wasn't during summer, it was during the school season. So all of the kids, including me, we had to do school on a bus. Oh, I know this past year, because of the pandemic, I did school online. And that was like my first year doing anything even close to that. And I just know what a challenge that was. And, you know, speaking of challenges, what are some of the challenges that you faced? And, you know, especially just talking about the way that our age, whether it be like just the way I've been able to see throughout Little Helpers, um, how the age does sometimes matter, even though we say it doesn't like you know, sometimes they don't take you as seriously when you're a kid, or it's just harder to do other things when you're a kid. But I can clearly see that you never let that stop you in any way. So what are some challenges that you've had? And you know, how was the way you were able to overcome them? Yeah, sure. So when it comes to auditioning and acting, singing, voiceover, anything, dance, even there's always rejection, there's always going to be rejection. And um, a lot of times, it's sometimes hard to not get the role but 
I've learned to just keep on trying. If I don't get the role, that means the role wasn't meant for me because I know somewhere out there, there is a role that is perfect for me. And I say in my head that I will get 1,000 no's, so I will get rejected from a role at least 1,000 times before I get a role. So sometimes it's a challenge just to kind of overcome a rejection and be like, oh, okay, I didn't get this role, but eventually I just have to keep on pushing and keep on trying and keep on working. And I absolutely love the way that you said that, the way that you said like the thousand no's before the yes, because that always brings me back to like a great topic that I always like to talk about, which is perseverance. Because no matter like what um, sector you're trying to achieve something in, whether it be like dancing, singing, acting, or even something like in the medical field, engineering field, like you'll always face rejection. And I think that's important to show that uh, no matter how many failures you have, you need to keep going. You know, sometimes when you're trying to make a difference, you'll see that sometimes people don't notice your work, but that never means that you should stop being kind because no matter what, there's always someone out there who has a smile on their face because of what you do. So always remember to stay kind. And, you know, back to the topic of inspiration, which obviously Little Helpers were all about spreading kindness and inspiring other kids to do the same. We like to plant the seed of kindness and, you know, just watch the garden of love and kindness grow in them. And talking about that, I know when I was back, when I founded Little Helpers, it was really like the things I saw around me, the positives, the negatives, all the random acts of kindness or the bullying that really made me say that I wanted to reinforce the positivity and start something where I was able to spread kindness. And that's why I started Little Helpers. That was kind of my source of inspiration. And what was your source of inspiration, whether it be to start singing and what was your inspiration to like partner with Unicorn Jazz to do all of this? Yeah, so um, when I started singing, the reason I started singing was actually just because I saw uh, Matilda on Broadway. That's just what kind of inspired me. I'm like, oh, I want to be on that stage. I want to sing, dance, I want to act. I want to do all of that. But who inspired me to give back would definitely be my mom because my mom, she always inspires me to be the best version of myself. And my mom is also a special ed teacher. So she um, helps children who are struggling with school and she helps younger ones. I think uh, she goes from, I think, all toddlers. So I'm assuming from age three to five. And then she always helps them. And then just seeing the smiles on the kid on the kids' faces as they start to progress. It makes me happy that she's doing this for them and she's giving it to them. And so that's what makes and inspires me to want to give back to people and help everyone out as much as I can. And, you know, that's amazing the way that you were able to connect it with other people around you because, you know, that's what we really want to create the ripple effect to keep giving back. So I know we have a lot of definitely have like a lot of kid listeners out there getting inspired. So if you had like a piece of advice to inspire them to like keep going, achieving, achieve their goals, what would that be? Um, I would definitely just say keep on trying, keep on working. Um, even if you get rejected from anything, it doesn't mean you're not good for it. It doesn't mean that's not something you shouldn't do. It means you have to keep on trying, you have to keep on working and trying your best and always try to be the best version of yourself. That is awesome, Emily. And I really like the way that, you know, even as like a young kid, you're able to understand all of these aspects just from your own life and kind of put them all together. So what is on your bucket list for the future? I know for us um, in Ohio, it's summer vacation right now. So kind of just enjoying the summer. It's really hot. So what about you? School plans? What are your plans? 
Well, I'm definitely planning to take a break from school until it starts back up again in September. Just have fun in the summer, relax. Um, and I'm also, um, something on my bucket list is to land a big role and just to keep training and keep on studying as an actor throughout the summer. Just keep on working on, on my skills. And I'm also hoping things will open back up more because right now they're slowly opening back up. I know theater is supposed to come back in September. I think I heard Broadway's opening back up in September. So I'm really excited for that. And I'm just excited for things to slowly start getting back to the way they were. You know, I'm sure you'll be able to land that big role just the way that um, your charisma is just really amazing. What's on the bucket list for Unicorn Jazz and just with all the community service part of it? And either um, one of you can yeah, answer I can, that. I can answer that. Um, for Unicorn Jazz, we continue to grow. We are going to be at a global licensing event come this August. We'll get to showcase the talents of the incredible kids like Emily Isabel we've worked with, um, especially with the show, because now it's on Amazon uh, TV. Um, we'll be uh, five uh, episodes will be launching soon this summer. Emily um, has sang um, some really cool songs on there. We, we put them to music video. One's a rainbow song, one's a haiku, and then the other one's Baby I Love You. And um, um, we, we kind of told her earlier that she maybe sings, can sing one of them for your show. Um, and we continue want to do a children's book drives for local children's hospital. I'm working with an orphanage now and with the Los Angeles uh, Food Bank for low poverty uh, children and families. So definitely uh, continue to raise awareness, continue to go in schools in person, like Emily said, with the new normal. I got to meet her and her amazing mom, Victoria, in May um, that live in New York. And I definitely want to do in-person visits. And as much as I can take Emily when she's not uh, acting, singing, and doing her favorite things on Broadway and things like that, you know, it's a, it's a really connected world when, when you um, connect and give from your heart. I would never have met Emily and, and her family um, without the pandemic, the setback, meaning that they had the time to do something greater than ourselves. Then instead of doing nothing, we, many of us uh, connected uh, for the greater good, which ultimately was to bring happiness to other children. And I know you just talked about this, uh, just regarding like all the inspiration behind giving back, but like, is that one of the main reasons that you were able to give back even through Unicorn Jazz? You know, it was, it was, I mean, you know, you help children and you have some positive messages along with books, which, you know, schools encourage literacy, reading, writing. Um, and again, um, as a children's author, I know many children's authors and people oftentimes were like, how did you get all these kids? You know, we call my unicorn jazz kids like Emily, uh, Isabel, Sophia, Suede, Rent, Drennan, and other kids. One is, is developing the relationships with the parents. You know, you have to go to the parents first <laughs> and, um, and for them to understand your, your mission and, and what you're about. Um, I'll tell you what, it filled up the days and, and, you know, Emily was going to school and I was able to, to squeeze her into some of these virtual Zoom visits. But what happened was more than that was we developed a, a friendship and her family is like my family to me. And um, it's always good to give back for the greater good and, and things will align your way in, in going forward. And I, you know, she's only 13. <laughs> I mean, one day when we get, you know, we've been on newspapers together talking about the work we do. And, you know, we have other interviews and things like that, thanks to our publicist, Tara, who you met through, you know, thanks to her, we, we got introduced to your show. And for me, uh, being a visionary, I always like to, you know, think of things that happen in the future. And I tell someone like Emily, when we go on big outlets, guess who's coming with me? The kid who helped me the most, mm -hmm. her. 
I, that's just amazing. I really love the way that, you know, no matter the way that we're able to take like an obstacle, like the pandemic and just kind of change it for like the greater good, like you mentioned, that's just so, that's the great thing about our world. We don't really let the challenges stop us. And, you know, that's what in Little Helpers, we would like to show as well that even though there's an obstacle, like the pandemic, kindness doesn't stop. There's no stop to that. No. We're just going to end our show here with a couple of fun things. So I do have like a fun question for you, Emily. If you could choose any superpower in the world, what would it be and how would you use it for the greater good? Hmm. I think me I think teleportation would be really, really cool because first off, I could be anywhere I want at any time. But then also, if not just me, if everyone had teleportation, that means they could just be places like this. And then for the greater good, it would reduce a lot of um the bad stuff going into the world, like the gas from the cars. And also, um, if someone ever needs help and maybe I just get this magical secret message in my head, I can just <laughs> snap my fingers and I'll teleport to whoever needs help. Maybe someone's just in trouble or something and I could just teleport and help them out. Yeah, it sounds like a bit of telepathy with some teleportation there. And that's <laughs> amazing, like the way you were able to think about the environment as well, you know? Well, a lot of us, we don't really think about the environment to give back as well. We just think about humans. So, you know, the earth is also, we need to give back to the earth too. And another thing, well, we talked more about the show. We talked a lot about how you were able to sing songs to the Amazon show for Unicorn Jazz. And we would love, our listeners would love to hear you sing one of those songs of your choice. Sure. Maybe I could just sing a small verse from one of the songs called Haiku. So it went like this. Hi. Oh, and also it was uh, the high, the song haiku is used to teach kids about what a haiku is. Okay. It went like this. Haiku. What's a haiku? Five, seven, five. Say what? Haiku. What's a haiku? Five, seven, five. That's right. It's a poem that began in Japan. Now it's used on every single, every single land. It's simple. Only three short lines. Here's some rules to keep in mind. Line one has five syllables. Line two has seven syllables. Line three has five syllables. And that's how it's supposed to be. Oh, and hey. we all got into the groove there. I love the puppets. <laughs> Those are amazing. Well, Emily and Lisa, just so our viewers definitely can come and check you out and keep in touch with you, could you just let us know how they could do that? Uh, sure. You can find me on my website or my Instagram. My Instagram is just my name, emilyisabel.official. And my website, you can just search www.emilyisabel.net. Yes. Awesome. And, and you can uh, find me, I'm Lisa Caprelli, the creator of Unicorn Jazz at unicornjazzjazz.com and uh, we're very reachable on social media as well and uh, we have uh, lots of uh, blog stories about Emily uh, at Unicorn Jazz as well. Thank you so much and thank you so much for joining us today Emily. It was an honor to have you on the show and I'm really excited one more thing to say that you're officially on our wall of inspiration so you can go and check that out on our website. Uh, www.littlehelpers2015.org and listeners don't forget to kind of give us a follow wherever you're listening and just check out our website and continue following us following emily and until our episode or until our next episode thank you so much for listening on little helpers big inspirations thank you thank you for having me thank you so much <laughs>
I hope you were inspired by today's awesome little helper. Check out our website, littlehelpers2015.org, and remember to stay kind, spread that inspiration, and radiate those good vibes. Bye!